Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to HWA Radio here, and as, you know, just to set it up, joining me as always is good old CR. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Keys. I gotta admit, me and Gene have been uh, tying one on today, so this is gonna be a, <clears throat> gonna be interesting, um, however long this is gonna last. <laughs> Before you guys pass out, well, uh, Gene has never passed out, I'm pretty sure, he just, he drinks everybody, he drank a tungy under the table one time. Well, he, he, he claimed that he could drink me under the table, and... I'm giving him a run for his money. <laughs> so as long as you're hanging in there. We're going to, well, we don't normally start things with hot news here. We don't have any actual news this week, but uh, uh, the, the playoff picture is heating up, so to speak, here as we're uh, starting to get a little bit closer to uh, Halloween Hullabaloo. Uh, of course, that'll be October 31st at 10 p.m. You can check it out on hwarules.com. Uh, you just be sure to bookmark that and subscribe, you know, like, and all the, you know, all the other bullshit. Uh, so I have some, I have some hot news. Me and Gene went out the other night and I have some flaming lava, how, how, habanero wings. Oh God. <laughs> Those are the kind of things that burn twice. Let's just say that my hemorrhoids have been cauterized and no longer need treatment. <laughs> Good God. I'm surprised you even had them. I thought they'd like burn to cinders and just fall off. <laughs> they pretty much, yeah, disintegrated. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> that's a great way to start out. Uh, we're talking about hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Speaking, speaking of hemorrhoids, let's talk about the West Coast Alliance. Oh yeah, we got to talk about them. Uh, uh, speaking of West Coast Alliance, we got the first match here in the exhibition match between Nigel Zark and Bones McIntyre. Uh, this uh, this was a, a pretty fair, fairly matched uh, competition here. You got Nigel uh, who's got the size factor, uh, Bones who has the strategy. Uh, so I was looking forward to a good match on this one. And in, in general, I think Nigel had the match in hands in hand the full time. Well, except for there was a moment when uh, Bones did turn the tide with the craniotomy. That's just a devastating move. Uh, Bones, he, he knows how to attack a guy. It doesn't matter how big he is. He'll pick him up. He'll 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 find the center of balance, and then he'll just drop him right on there, right on your head. I just want to know what either chiropractor or what trust specialist these guys go to when they. The guy's 600 and some pounds. Jesus Christ, how are you not tearing your goddamn abdominal muscles lifting that son of a bitch? Yeah, you very well might. <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't. He just doesn't show the, the, the suffering afterwards. But, uh, yeah, he's, he definitely had the power lifting him up. But uh, Nigel, uh, he, he was like, like I said, he was in control. Uh, he almost finished Bones off with the Sisyphus, Sisyphus stone. That's tough to say. <laughs> just saying that when you're drunk. Uh, but uh, Bones kicked out of that one, but only to be hit by what a move that I thought I knew, but uh, I didn't recall. That it was the full frontal crudity uh, that he put on him, that that pan, that kind of picking him up and pancaking him right on his face, rolled him over, hits the winds. Uh, big win for Nigel, very upsetting for Bones McIntyre. Now Bones, we've seen him hit the ref before. Uh, of course, that was uh, that was uh, Kangaroo Jones that he hit way back when. Now he's now he's got the new guy. He got Cam Zamuda, and he, he punches him out as well. It just the, the West Coast Alliance, yeah, like you say, hemorrhoids, just a, <laughs> a scourge on, on the HWA. Well, you know, for that syphysis, whatever, <laughs> that. Sophias, syphysis, syphysis. what he just smashes on you, for Christ's sake, <laughs> whatever you call that son of a bitch thing, I should just squash his ass. They, they, uh, yeah, West Coast Alliance, they're just a bunch of goddamn reprobates, and Cam's the mood, I guess, gets his trial by fire or his baptism or he... Some saints, we say he got his cherry popped, but you know he got <laughs> bombed. So 
I'm sure it's just the first of many that'll happen this season with these goddamn sore losers. I'm sure they'll get, they're going to be uh, have a lot more ref hitting to do uh, before the pay per view is done. Uh, let's talk about the next match, the tag team match. This was a uh, this was kind of a bonus match here because you got Freezing Quackers. We'd seen them somewhat recently, but funny business. We had not seen them, and I talked about this on the show. Uh, we had not seen them actually since back when uh, Big Sid. And uh, Concrete were a team known as the the Soul Patrol, <laughs> and uh, that you have to go back to the to the original stuff that we did. Uh, just I think it was just after uh, the very first Horseman Mania, uh, if from uh, well at least at least three years, probably four. But uh, yeah, it was great to see them back in action. Yeah, it's been a while, but you know everybody's brought in their new tag teams, and we let me just say this about funny business: they're two goofballs. <laughs> No That's just, there. there's there's no no two ways about it there the, the elevator don't go all the way to the top there and then you got freezing quackers you, you got that goddamn duck at oh we know how i feel about that jag i just i can't understand how the snowman puts up with those antics i, I don't know snowman was, it was the only sane person in the ring at the time well the referee just it got got punched out so maybe he was a little goofy too i mean that was that would be like teaming fuzz pigment or corporal punishment with katungi i mean <laughs> Or, or with the Sultan. I mean, you got one guy that's just all business and he's intense, and you got a goddamn nut job on the other side. I just, I don't understand how they can function as a team. Well, it's a, it's a good balance. I mean, you got, you got the all the all the entrances covered on that one. I think uh, with with a team like Freezing Quackers, funny business. You are right though; they're just two goofballs. Well, with uh, a duck around, you better have all the exits covered if you know what I mean. <laughs> and man, the gimp. <laughs> or he'll he'll exit on you when he, when he straddles you. And yeah, don't no... be dropping the soap around those two. <laughs> uh, one thing to note is that there was a lot of time left after the tags were made that the other partner would linger. Now, in some cases, they were on their back and they really couldn't help it. But uh, they just kind of hang around, and the, the ref didn't seem to mind. Both teams were guilty of it. Uh, I don't know if Cam's head was still a little uh, shaken after that uh, that hit from the from Bones or, or what was going on here. But I, I did notice that this isn't the first time I've seen him do that. He tends to be uh, strong on some things like the rope breaks and kind of lackluster on the others like these these tag moves. Well, let's face it. I mean, the HWA, we kind of let the boys play, if you will. I mean, like we, like we, I mean I've said so many times, or, or we hardly ever get a disqualification. Right. I mean, you pretty much got to murder the guy in the ring to get disqualified, for God's <laughs> sake. And when they're outside the ring, there's no 10 count. They're out there forever. So I mean, it really doesn't surprise you. Hey, you know, the, the HWA philosophy... Let, 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 let him wrestle. Let the bet. Let's see who the better guy is. Don't worry about the, 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 the fraud and shoid and all the crazy shit that goes on around that surrounds the match. Let's just get down to the bare bones of it. As long as it's, you know, fairly, even, even if it's a handicap match, uh, you, those, those are the rules, but yeah, as long as uh, there's no uh, not excessive outside interference, I say, I would agree with you on that one. Uh, now the gimp, uh, he did receive the feather duster. <laughs> the gimp, of course, I don't know whether he enjoyed it or not. He he's just tends to. Oh, I'm sure he enjoyed every minute of it. That goofy bastard. You, you hear some people swinging both ways. Well, he swings all ways. He just <laughs> doesn't even matter. He was, to him. he was probably trying to stick that ball gag further in. Yeah, mud watermelons. Bastard. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't. It's disgusting. I don't hear about that shit. Put it in anything. But uh, he, uh, it was the uh, in fact the snowman's snow cone that wore warmed down. And the, the first time, well, when he was in the snow cone, Bufu came in and broke up the broke up the uh, the move there. And then to, to follow up, Snowman went for a pin. But Bufu, he could have broken the pin, but he was bouncing off the rope. I, 
<laughs> I don't know what the hell Bufo was doing. I was losing it while watching him. I, I, I just a, a crazy clown who uh, who can who can focus. We've seen him focus. We've seen him win championships, but sometimes it just it, it, it's gone. It, there, there's the, 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 not only are the lights not on, nobody's home. It's just, there's just nothing there. Well, yeah, we said that before. You know, the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top of those two, and who knows? Maybe he saw somebody eating a cheeseburger out in the third row and was running out to try to grab it. I don't know. <laughs> Goofy ass bastards, but oh well, you know, hey, the feather duster, the snow, the snow. At least, at least, Saul didn't get the snow cone shoved up his ass like the snow <laughs> snowman always threatens to do to him. But uh, he's very worried about that. <laughs> and it was an entertaining match, if anything else. I'll tell you that much. Uh, speaking of entertaining, then we got to talk about the next match was the women's world championship between. Oh, Morning this Go- was a goddamn disgrace in my estimation. <laughs> Well, let's give it a chance there. Morning Glory of Mary Jane Blunt. Uh, two very evenly matched women, one one older and more experienced, uh, another one young and hungry. Uh, the the most, bo- most bothersome part of this match seemed to be the, the slow counts. Once again, going back to the referee, uh, Cam seemed to be reluctant to slap him at the third time on multiple occasions, and it, it wasn't uh, one or the other. He wasn't showing favoritism. He was just slow. He did not get those third counts. Uh, Morning uh, had had the better early offense, and then Mary Jane with the late. But both of them, uh, the, the referee's got to he's got to learn to, to kind of shake it off and and you know get over it. <laughs> well, I can tell you, Chaz was extremely uh, pissed off after this match. Uh, he was tearing up the goddamn dressing room. He demanded a, a, a an audience with uh, with the board directors. He was uh, uh, expressly mentioning uh, our buddy uh, Jefferson George Jefferson, whatever the hell his name is, <laughs> and and Eric and Eric and Eric Pissoff. He he went in there. Uh, he was thrown for. And now I don't know if it has anything to do with those vitamins he's taken, but I'll tell you what, he's really been in a bad mood lately. He <laughs> tore their goddamn office apart for Christ's sake. Those two ran out of there uh, like scalded dogs. <laughs> <laughs> those anabolic vitamins really get a hold of you uh <laughs> but uh, anyway sorry a little phlegm problem there uh this was a, a fantastic match despite the officiating in the end you had mary jane uh she proved well let's put it this way she had the munchies for that belt and uh, she was able to, able to take it away but i think the bigger story here is that uh, morning glory hole you knew she wasn't going to keep the belt belt forever but she has set a record that i can't imagine will ever be topped by another wrestler here in the hwa well, you know, early on in that match, I mean, she was really getting the better of uh, of Mary Jane. Uh, I mean, just from pillar to post outside the ring. And I think, uh, you know, she had her in the uh, the reach around for quite a long time, couldn't get the submission. Then she hit her, the, the, the flying fuck, and, and she wasn't able to follow. Normally, you know, when she hits one of those, if she doesn't get the pin, she's right back up like a cat on the top rope going for another one. Right. Uh, wasn't able to do that, wasn't able to double up or triple up on it. And, and I think at that point, she had kind of exhausted herself. Uh, and like I said, when you're the champion, you're taking on these people, you're getting their A game, as Tiger Woods like to used, used to say, you know. Yeah. You're getting, getting the A game every week. You're getting everybody's best shot. And uh, she had a tremendous run. I still think uh, she's, she's probably our most decorated champion, probably the, the greatest champ, male or female, greatest champion the HWA's ever seen. And uh, I will say one thing now that, that uh, Misty Furberger has that national title. Uh, maybe Morin could be in line for that. Might not, might not be too long for she has another strap around her waist. Right, and uh, I mean you, you ought to say the uh, the the second the only one that was even not even close, but the second runner up was Sabu, who had six title defenses. Uh, in a row, or six uh, championship wins in a row, and uh, you got to say, I mean, Chess has got to be doing something right. I, this time, I wouldn't even say Chess slipped or anything like that. It was just time. 
but uh, Jazz is definitely he knows he knows his way around uh, getting a champion and keeping a champion. Well, you know, that's what they have the performance center for. Right. I mean, people don't realize the amount of time and the amount of training. I mean, this is a state of the art facility when it when it comes to to whether it's it's just working out whether it's nutrition, whether it's training, whether it's looking at film. I mean, this place that he has on there is like a Taj Mahal, for God's sake. Uh, you could probably ask Aaron about it when he was taken out to laundry and, you know, <laughs> when he had his six months of uh, servitude down there. I'm sure Chaz didn't let him see everything except the dirty underwear. But, you know, <laughs> the, I, I've been there in the, Jesus, the, the, the dining hall that they have there. You should see what they eat. I mean, you're not, you're not eating turkey sandwiches i mean you're eating steaks you're eating lobster you're eating the f- i mean he spares no expense and that's why that the, they are one of if not the most successful stable in the hwa because he he, he takes care of them that's right and uh <laughs> I, I wish i i wish I, in my house i had what one of his uh his, his private bathroom does because his, his private bathroom is bigger than my fucking house. So <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's good to be the king, I guess. I wish well, I he doesn't just go to the bathroom in there. He has that extra large shower uh, built for three or four <laughs> for a reason. So, uh... <laughs> and a hot tub as well. So uh, that's all. Exactly. All right. So let's move on to the uh, fourth match here. We have the four-way elimination match, kind of a, a tradition that we're building up here since we have done away with the, <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> TLC matches. Because uh, we don't plan on waiting for another half hour. It just take too goddamn long, for God's sake. Exactly. Uh, so we, we've adopted that, and they, they work out pretty good. But this time around, it was the ladies in, in action here. Jamie Bondage, BT Goth, Poppy Needles, and Pretty Miss Scarlet. Uh, some young, some old, uh, some middle of the road. But uh, we I think we might have set a record on the variety of weapons this time. It was an Extreme Rules match. Uh, we leave that wide open to them. Uh, but they, let's say they brought a, they had a chair, a bat, a sledgehammer, a shovel and a kendo stick. So five different weapons were going on in that ring. And in general, you figure it's like, you know, where's the wrestling? They're just beating on each other with weapons. But you got to, it equals to a whole lot of fun regardless. Well, for God's sake, that just sounds like a typical date between Saul and Masada. <laughs> you know, but it was very entertaining. Hell, you know, that's why we have these uh, these uh, elimination matches, these extreme rules matches. That's That's why we have them, you know. We have the weapons there for a reason. You might as well use them. Entertain. Hold on one second. Gene, do not open that crystal. Open the goddamn Tito's, you cheap bastard. I'm not paying for that. I don't care. <laughs> He's busting into the good stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my good stuff in my. Get the stuff out of your goddamn fridge. <laughs> What's he got made in there? Mad Dog and Boone's Farm stuff? No, but he wants to open up the crystal. And we, 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 we it's the vodka. We've gone through three bottles of vodka to stick to the Tito's. <laughs> God, God's sake! Oh, that man is a, a menace. <laughs> he's a he's a drinker. What, what's that? I smell burning. What are you burn? What are you cooking out there? Jesus, got the whole. You're gonna set off the goddamn smoke alarm. Cut it out. What else he cooking? The neighbor's cat? I don't know what the hell he's cooking. Who the hell knows what he's making out there? Probably frying beef jerky or something. <laughs> Idiot. Deep fried beef jerky. Well, that sounds pretty good, actually. I might have to try that. Uh, anyway, let's uh, we'll talk about another couple of firsts in this match. First of all, you had the fact uh, that Jamie was the one to eliminate three other opponents. I think uh, in another four-way match we saw it was the corporal. I think the corporal did that. He, he, he took care of all three, so uh, Jamie's stepping it up. But uh, she was also the first to make BT ever submit. Not, not in the, uh, BT has been around since almost the beginning. 
she has never been in the submission move and given up. This time, she just couldn't take it. So I, I look at Jamie and what she used to be, and she was she was a kind of a not even a, not really a scrub, not a, a jobber or anything like that. But she just wasn't all that good. And this time around, she changed, has a different outfit, uh, she has a different outlook, and she she has a different ferocity to her. I, I consider her championship material for sure. Well, she's starting to come into her own. We, we talk about these, the, the, we call them youngsters. I mean, they're not youngsters, but they're new to the HWA. Now, we, all, we always talk about that experience. Uh, you know, everybody starts out at the bottom sometime, and then once you start getting that experience and you get those big wins, they pile up, and then you get the championship opportunity. And the key is once you get that championship opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. So uh, we'll see whatever title she's going to be in line for. I'm sure winning this uh, elimination match will set her up for something. But when you look at the champions that we have, I mean, we've got uh, – Masato Mayhem is the women's television champion. What Misty Farberger, the national champion. Then we have the newly crowned uh, Mary Jane Blunt, who, uh, you know, she she's proved herself in a, in a short time here. So it's uh, got her work cut out for her. She'll be in line for one of those titles, and uh, when she does get that shot, she's not to take advantage of it. I'm sure she will. <clears throat> uh, let's talk about. Senor, I want to tell you we're all out of soda. What, what the heck can I say? To- Just use the cranberry juice or something. Shut up. <laughs> That's what's seeing Gene, folks. I'm doing the podcast and you keep interrupting me. Well, I can't help it. I can't find what I'm looking for. I got some trying to make some French toast and I can't ran out of What are you making French toast at seven o'clock at night? That's for <laughs> breakfast. Uh, what, 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 you, been, you got the munchies? What are you doing over there? Jesus. Oh, he's a menace. <laughs> Maybe he's got like a pot plant on the grill. That's what's cooking. Does it smell like skunk? I don't know what he's doing out there. He'd be burning the goddamn house to the ground next thing you know. Uh, we'll keep the fire extinguisher close. Uh, let's go. <laughs> I'm seeing Jade. Uh, let's talk about the the final match, the main event, Interhorseman title match between Fuzz Pigman and Snowman. Uh, they, these two, like, like I said, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a match because both of these guys, cold as ice, no pun intended for Snowman, uh, but all business, uh, no, no goofballs like the duck or anything like that. Uh, but uh, Snowman, uh, well, he looked like he would take down Fuzz early. But <clears throat> sorry, the horrible phlegm. Uh, Fuzz, Fuzz was able to break out of the snow cone. Now this, this, he, yeah, well, he said Snowman had wrestled earlier. He put the gimp in the snow cone. That worked for him. Uh, did it this time and had the move on just as clean as I, I'd seen it before. Uh, but uh, Fuzz was uh, deep, dug deep, and it really just pulled those hands apart and able to get out of it. That's no small feat, there, Cr. Well, no, it isn't. Let's, like we said, let's not forget the snowman had wrestled earlier. And uh, if you remember the match, uh, I can't remember if, if it was at a, I, I think it may have been at one of our pay-per-views when uh, the snowman wrestled the corporal and the corporal broke out of the snow cone like three different occasions. Uh, so I think there was probably a little bit of strategy, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, the CSC wrestlers have kind of maybe figured out how to break that hold and uh, a little bit of uh, information shared there with Fuzz. And uh, But, you know, let's not forget Fuzz and the corporal are two big, powerful men. I mean, they're not... Uh, yeah, the, the gimp's he's he's big, but he's soft. You know what I mean? He's he's <laughs> fat. He's not he's not. There's no muscle there. These guys are intense. They work out. Um, you know, have a lot of upper body strength. And uh, it, if you ask me, this uh, probably it's since the start of the season, the, the snowman has looked a little bit off. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's fighting a nagging injury. I don't know. Uh, you know, if people have figured him out. But he just doesn't seem like the dominating force that he was when he first came into the HWA. Well, I mean, I would agree that it's it's partly that, but also the fact that he's doing a double a double feature here. 
uh, that that had to take something out because he he was active during that that match with the with the uh, the, the freezing quackers. So he had. Well, that- yeah, and that all that all goes back to poor managing by uh, Joe Patillo because if you know this guy is going to be wrestling for a championship, you know, uh, basically what maybe a half hour away, uh, I'd have sent the duck in as a sacrificial lamb and said, I don't care what happens, you're staying in there the whole goddamn match, win or lose, we got to keep this guy fresh. There you go, sacrificial again, duck. <laughs> well, yeah, duck, duck under glass, duck a l'orange, crispy <laughs> duck, whatever the hell you want to call him, General So's duck, but you know. Uh, <laughs> We, we, but we always talk about uh, Joe and his his magic style. He's another one of those where you know the, the elevator don't really go all the way to the top, and sometimes he <clears throat> drops the ball. And I think on this pace, that's that's what costs his wrestler the uh, chance at this title. Yeah, spent too much time grabbing genitals, and then they forgot how to manage. <laughs> but uh, if Fuzz finished. He the spends match- a lot of time grabbing his own genitals. <laughs> I bet he does. Uh, Fuzz finished the match with a back to back point blank. Battering Rams, too. This is a powerful move by itself. You do back to back like that, right up front. To it's like coming off the starting block and boom, right in the gut. Boom, right in the gut again. Uh, it looked like Fuzz is is completely over that eye injury that he, seemed to be holding him back for the longest time. Now he's back to fighting form. Good to see that. Uh, and an, another excellent uh, effort by by CSE uh, here tonight. Despite despite the loss of, of Morning Glory, a uh, good effort by by CSE. And uh, Fuzz Pigman, especially. Well, yeah, you know, last week they win the women's world world TV title. This week they lose the women's title. Hold on. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's how it is. And Chaz understands that. He knows nobody's infallible. Uh, you know, nobody holds on to the titles forever. You talk about the uh, the back-to-back battering rams, that just takes the wind right out of you. I mean, you, you just get hit right there in the, in the abdominal area, right below the solar plexus. That just drains the air out of you. The second one, I think he was just fighting for his breath. And, uh, you know, he fuzzes him back to the old microwave match. He's still uh, still, still lacking a little bit in that. But uh, it looks like he may be finally, uh, whether he was leery about that eye injury or just wasn't back into shape. But uh, he looks almost like the, I'd say he's about 92% of the old fuzz. Well, when you're talking about the microwave match, uh, anybody can anybody can sprint, but uh, it's it's the long it's the long haul that you got to be concerned about. And I think that's actually how Fuzz has grown because he doesn't have to rely on that anymore. He doesn't have to worry about it. if if this thing goes longer than sixty seconds, I'm in trouble. He he's he's gotten that. He's he's adopted the the, the longer match, the, the the long con, you might say. <laughs> well, I think he's I think he's you know, you know through the training at the at the uh, performance center. I think he's been able to build up his stamina quite a bit. To be honest with you, right? Uh, I, I think the old fuzz really didn't have the stamina. He's he's probably lost about twenty pounds, uh, not muscle, but you know he had a little bit of a belly on him. Now he's more leaner. Uh, a little more muscle, a little bit better shape, probably does uh, works a lot more on the cardio. Now, one thing that the CSE guys do, you, if you've ever been to that performance center, you see that, that the, the workout complex, they really concentrate on the cardio because Chaz knows, you know, you got to be there. You might have to go 30 minutes. And uh, he doesn't want to, oh, except for Katogi. I mean, let's face it, 30 minutes, he'd be dead. But uh, <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I do know the performance center has that half-mile track, half-mile indoor track, which is just an amazing thing to see. It just it just goes completely uh, like around the perimeter of the building. The place is huge. Yeah, Katungi. Ah! Jane, what are you doing? <laughs> look, look, leave the damn dog alone. Don't, at least, oh, dog this, just, this guy's just just getting me. I'll tell you what. But you know, Katungi goes around that track uh, uh, rather quickly, but he's in a golf cart. <laughs> they make a golf cart golf cart that can hold him. 
and move. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's got extra big, uh, you know, extra big tires. It's got extra big suspension, and he usually just rides around with a cooler full of food and watches everybody. That's his job. Hey, whatever works for him because uh, he's got a match coming up here. We're going to talk about the show 16 coming up and let's uh, get into the first match is going to be an exhibition match between uh, two ladies, uh, uh, Brandy Alexander and Kelly boom. Now, both of these women started up pretty, pretty lame <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, but both of them, as I, as I watched, both of them have very, have improved during the, the third the V3 here. And this is going to be tough to pick. Uh, if I have to look, I'm going to say, Brandy Alexander, I think, has has a little bit more ferociousness. Uh, she she's influenced, of course, by Vic Volger. Uh, Vic Volger is always trying to get in her get in her panties and all that. But regardless, uh, she 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 does admire him, and she wants to impress him as well. And Kelly Boom, well, I, I mean, she's lost a lot of weight. She's she's more muscular now. But I think Brandy Brandy has the the eye of the tiger, so to speak, and I think she'll take it this match. Well, you know, I'm not going to anybody from those band of reprobates <laughs> in the West Coast Alliance, so I'll take Brandy Alexander in this one, and you know, hopefully, uh, uh, I guess who's uh, Katie Bang is? Are they going to be escorting the ringside? Will the managers be there? And now they have allowed Aaron to since, since Aaron's been good. I guess he's been on on good behavior. Uh, they allow oh, him good to... behavior. It's all an act, for God's sake. <laughs> if, if the man's a goddamn reprobate. He should be banned for life. But all right, anyway, I'm just taking Brandy Alexander. If that goofball does anything, I hope he gets suspended again. <laughs> if he does, I'm sure he will be. Uh, but uh, after that, they're going to have the first blood match. It's going to be Goldfather versus a guy who's been around since the beginning, Goldfather versus Manus Nitsek, one of the newest wrestlers here. Uh, this time, it's it's not about wrestling. It's about opening your, your opponent up. And we've seen the gold, Goldfather bleed a lot. I don't think we've ever seen Manus bleed. So if I if I go with that, it's it's hard to say old versus new because uh, it doesn't really come down to the the typical wrestling. But if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with uh, Manus on this one. I think the Goldfather's old. He's his skin's a little more uh, brittle. It's been beaten up, and maybe it's callous. Uh, that could help him. But I, I'm still gonna go with Manus on this one. Well, you know that scar tissue sometimes is uh, tough to get opened up. But uh, anytime you have a bald guy in his first blood match, he's at a disadvantage. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I will, uh, I will second the motion there with, uh, the man's nutsack. <laughs> it's nutsack, but to, which I think is, uh, is Portuguese for nutsack anyway, but <laughs> let's talk about the first championship match of the night. That's going to be the tag team championship match with <laughs> your favorite, the bodily functions. Oh, geez. It's going to smell really good in that arena. <laughs> and they're going up against the criminal act to, uh. <laughs> they, they basically uh, don't know a whole lot about hygiene anymore either. Uh, so th this is uh, this is the first time I think we've seen the criminal acts in any sort of uh, championship capacity. And uh, it, it, with, the, with the bodily functions, I, I'm sure they're going to put up a hell of a fight, but the criminal acts, those, those guys are, are rough. <laughs> they, they, they play rough, and uh, I don't know if the bodily functions are where they handle that because they might end up evacuating their bowels and everything and their bladder all over the, all over the mat uh, at these guys. But criminal acts, I'll take, I'll take for the win there. Well, again, are they going to let the ref? Are they going to let the uh, managers come to ringside? You got you have keys and cheat uh, Chaz out there. Yeah, I think they're uh, allowing them this time because they they did one match uh, without them, and then they're they're going to come back and give. I guess they're going to give everybody one more chance. So that's that's like the HWA. But uh, you know, and again, uh, you know, the, the so called empire facing each other here. Uh, I guess there's kind of a gentleman's agreement. I don't know. We'll see. It didn't work out too well when Chaz wrestled Keys. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the criminal acts are on the same vitamins. I, I, if they are, I, I wouldn't even get in the ring with them because, quite frankly, they're already 
criminals. So we're, uh, I still, I think they're still making that toilet alcohol. You know, the, whatever the, yeah. the, the orange you, fermenting and if, all that. If you amp those guys up another two notches, but you know the bodily functions. They started out as a joke, and now they're the tag team champions. Criminal acts. They've really only, I think, we only seen them one time. Uh, definitely a brutal team. Uh, gonna be interested to see who helps who, but I'll tell you what, I'm I'm gonna take the upset. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the, the bodily functions hold on to the titles because I, I just haven't seen enough from the criminal acts to know uh, exactly where they are. Well, if they keep the belts, they'll, they'll at least not have to have to have them fumigated because God, those things stink. All right, let's talk well, about if the, if, if the criminal acts win them, they might try to take them to a pawn shop. <laughs> that might, we might have to keep an eye on them. Yeah, get a contact with all the all the pawn shops in the area. Say if you see these belts that say Tag Team Championship HWA, don't do not take it. Those are stolen. But after that, we got their our first our four way uh, elimination match. It was going to be a Hell in the Cell, but apparently we're not allowed to do that. I don't know, just <laughs> the game. But uh, yeah, I'm, looking my, I'm looking. I'm looking at my notes. I thought that said four way HVAC match. I'm like, what? <laughs> Heating and air conditioning? What, the, what, what are we talking about here? They might, yeah, they might have have one side of the ring frozen and the other side of the ring is uh, on fire. So that be that would be an interesting match. There's something that uh, Mick Foley could be in. But yeah, it's going to be a four-way elimination match. This time it's going to be a mix of Gluteus Maximus, uh, Spooge, uh, Redneck Rufus, and the Bandit. And I think uh, normally you would pick, I would pick the Bandit because he's, he just tends to be... To be resilient and uh take on any challenge but they're going up against the four i'm not, I'm not going to pick him this time i am going to pick spooge because he's slippery and <laughs> pun intended. Oh. <laughs> no it's uh i i pick him because he's he's of the four i think he's probably the most intelligent and he would be able to uh, to know when to step back and know when to double team and, and, and know when to uh, let it, let a guy pin another and then take advantage and swoop right in uh, of all the four the four guys i think spooge is going to be the winner on that one well, between the bandit and redneck Rufus, you're going to have a hell of a smell in that ring. So <laughs> I guess it's whoever can stand it. I'm going with redneck Rufus. Okay. So redneck is, he's been pretty good lately. So we'll have to see if, if he pulls it out. But uh, we all we all want to see bandit go first. Hopefully that'll be at the hands of uh, one of those two. If it's a gluteus, that, that works too. So now we're talking about the main event here, the world championship rematch of Horseman Mania. It is Katungi taking on Concrete once again. Concrete having earned that with his four-way match. And uh, if if he fails this time, he's going to have to go down to the bottom of the ladder uh, for at least a few pegs. But Katungi, uh, Katungi, he, he gave away all his secrets uh, that first time around. Concrete knows exactly. Concrete's not bright. So his, his memory is probably not that great, but he knows what he saw. He's seen the tapes. He knows what mistakes he made. And I think he's going to give Katungi a run for his money and, and very well make it walk away with that championship. Well, once again, you're going to have the uh, retrobate outside the ring and interfere quite a bit, I'm sure. But uh, let's face it, with Katungi, there's not a whole lot of tape to look at. Uh, he doesn't do a whole lot in there. He just uses his mass and his size to his advantage. And, you know, uh, it, it, but he does have lapses. And like Chaz says, you know, he, you put together the game plan, but sometimes the message just doesn't get through. So m- much like Masato Mayhem, it just depends on which Katungi shows up. If it's this, you know, just uh, bloodthirsty savage, so to speak, uh, I don't think Concrete stands a chance. But if it's a confused, tentative goofball, then I think he's going to lose the title. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know who I'm rooting for. I'll, right. I'll, I'll take Katungi because I'm not going with the West Coast Alliance. But. <laughs> It just depends on which which one shows up. All right. Well, there you have it. That's the week coming up here. You'll be able to see that on Friday. 
join us uh, as usual Friday, 10 p.m. <clears throat> at hwarules.com. And uh, if you happen to catch this this podcast, don't know what's going on. Wait, wait, where's it coming from? Where where did I hear this? Why is it in somebody's car? Well, let's hope so. But <laughs> it's uh, anchor.fm slash HWA rules. You can always catch us here. Uh, so for uh, Obscene Gene, <laughs> for myself, and of course, uh, good old CR, you got any final closing words this week? No, just looking forward to the show and uh, hoping that uh, any member of the West Coast Alliance loses and the bandit loses. And, uh, you know, and the rubber duck ends up getting arrested for soliciting. <laughs> I don't know what who what or who he would be soliciting, but uh, that would be a would be a maybe bonus. a couple of geese down at the park. I don't know. I don't. I don't even think he, he let they'd let him in general population. It's just too fucking weird. So with that, we thank you for joining us. As always, uh, join us on Friday. Uh, join us here weekly on HWA Radio. Talk to you later.